working out of Matthew chapter 6, verse 33 and 34. Would you stand with me for the reading of the scriptures? Yes, Lord. Reading out of the scripture, they will begin at 32, so I will begin at 32. Uh, there's some teaching in that that will help. He says, for the Gentiles, the heathens, those who don't know God, which is the world, the way the world will, wish for and crave and diligently seek these things. What things? The things of, of the world. Nothing about God. They try to get all the money they can, all the things they can. That is the world system. That is the world attitude. Get it any way you can. Get as much as you can. He says, but your, meaning Christians, your heavenly father, let's go back up, knows, yeah, that's it, knows well all that you need them. He said, God knows what you need. Turn to your neighbor and say, God knows what you need. Matter of fact, he knows what you need before you knew you needed it. Before the need took place, God knew you was going to need it. What's this? He said, since that is true, those of us that are in Christ seek, aim at, strive after, first above everything else, his kingdom, which means his king, and the way the kingdom works. Figure out how this works. Figure out how God operates, because he does not operate the way the world operates. So put him first. Then learn his ways so that he can bless you as you walk his way. Because let me help you. Because the world way won't work for you. His way of doing, of being right, then all these things taken together will be giving you besides. Amen, amen. The thought I'm going to bring to you this morning is how to tap into our kingdom blessing. How to tap into it. Blessing and power. How do I get what God has for me? Father, even now as we, Lord, just breathe. Holy Spirit, just breathe. Breathe on me and breathe on every individual under the sound of my voice. Lord, when you breathe, you breathe life. When you breathe, you breathe wisdom and healing and knowledge. Lord, when you breathe, our spirit jumps. So Holy Spirit, breathe on us that we may receive what you have for us. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Still trying to get us to understand kingdom, kingdom influence kingdom power, because influence is power. Huh. Influence is power. Say that to your neighbor. Influence is power. I was taking out the trash, I think it was last Tuesday, and as I was taking out the trash, the neighbor across the street started walking across to talk to me. Be honest with you, I was tired. I don't want to talk. You know, it was like, it's been a long week, it's been a long day, but 
I recognized that in spite of me not wanting to talk, it was an opportunity for me to share Christ. <laughs> Wasn't about how I felt. God has set me up for an opportunity to share with the neighbor. He's an older man. He, 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 he is uh, Caucasian. And as we stand there talking, the, the, we talked about church. We talked about, we talked about Christ. We talked about his job. We talked about his daughter. We, we talked about his, his, what he's doing. We talked about, as you can tell, we talked for a long time. But an interesting thing, which I'm going to share with you, came up. He said he'd been on this job for over 40 years. He said that on his job that he's getting ready to return for you. But he said since President Trump has been in office, that people who never showed racism before in the 40 years he'd been there, is now saying things that they never said before. Now remember, he's white. He says that he stands up to say, you're wrong in your thinking. You're wrong in what you are saying. And he asked me a question. He said, why is it now, after 40 years of working with them, that they never share or thought or, 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 or show the side of themselves. And now that Trump is in office, they feel like they have a right to say what was always there. Oh, y'all need to hear me. Because I'm really talking about kingdom. See, see, kingdom is, whether you like it or not, Trump is the king president of the United States and because he holds that office it is an office of influence and even though he haven't directly said even though he has not directly said there is an attitude that he is sending out that those that are open for their attitude is now rising up after all these years and feel like now they have a right to speak what's in their hearts. Oh, listen, listen what I'm saying. It wasn't he put it in their hearts. It was in their hearts all the time. But the condition, the permission, the influence wasn't there. So now they feel like that because he is emanating this certain spirit that they have a right to speak it. And y'all know, you can feel it now. Something has shifted. But wait a minute. I'm talking about kingdom influence. If that is true in the natural, how much more is it true in the spiritual? There was a time that when the United States, that when Christians was more open, when, 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 when there was prayer and, and, and we were, you know, uh, and the United States was a Christian nation, mostly the morality and the morals of this nation, even of non-believers, they knew that there was a standard to stand up to because the influence of Christians held everybody to the same standard. Influence, power, kingdom. When Christians sat down and everybody else stood up, now we don't know what's right, what's wrong, what's in, what's out, what isn't. And, and the influence is seen in music, in movies, in 
watch this. And even Ethan got into the kids' cartoons. But we're talking about kingdom. Kingdom is the, 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 the influence and swaying the mindset and the knowledge and the moral choices of other people. The, I think one of the problems is, is that the church don't know where we stand. See, you can't tap into power that you don't know you got. At some point, we forgot that we have been given power and we just tap into it. God did not set up a kingdom and leave us powerless, but we got to know we got power. We got to act like we got power. We got to stand like we got power. We got to have a knowledge that we got power. The word of God got to be so in us that, that you don't care what people think. You know who you are in Christ Jesus. Listen, 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 listen. I can love you if you don't know Jesus. But I'm not going to be ashamed of letting you know I know Jesus. You don't have to agree with me. But I bet my light shines greater than your light because in knowing Jesus, I got a light. If you don't know Jesus, you don't got no light. And when we tap into this power, there is a power and influence that comes in your living. Listen, the time is out for us to turn on the light on Sunday only. Because if you turn it on on Sunday, you really don't have a light on Sunday because it's not coming from the end. You can fake being a Christian. You can fake being churchy. The measurement of our relationship with Christ is not measured on Sunday. It's measured throughout the week when you got to put up with people that's getting on your last nerve. And we all got people that gets on our last nerve. But can you maintain who you are when you feel like knocking out some dentures, slapping the wig off their head, Did I say that? <laughs> See, because, because, because if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're knowing him and walking with him is not deeper than someone making you frustrated then how deep is it really? He's really not that impressed of you flicking your light in here. It's not that hard to flick your light in here. Some of us don't even have a light and we're flicking it. Because that's what we do in here. I'm not right, I'm not right, I'm not right. <laughs> Told you I was crazy in the streets. I must be crazy in the church. <laughs> you know, he just, he just turned me the other way and he didn't make me say, he said, be crazy. <laughs> so y'all get whatever. <laughs> Kingdom begins with seeds. Seeds grow into fruit. The problem is, is that we already manifest the seeds of the world. 
The problem is we don't have to even try at that because our fallen nature manifests the kingdom of Satan. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 1. When you understand kingdom, you understand that there is no in-between. That there is an influence, there are influences that is impacting us, that's trying to make us as Christians flow in one or the other. Let me break this down. For the person that is not saved, God says, you're dead. God is spirit. When God made Adam and Eve, he made them spirit beings, and in their spirit, they reflected him. The only thing God calls good is himself. So when he makes creation, the reason why he calls it good is that he sees a reflection of himself. Your hair is always perfect. The way you know it's perfect is that you get a mirror that gives you a reflection of what it looks like. So you look in the mirror and say, perfect. <laughs> God looked on earth and said, I see me. It's good. He makes Adam and Eve and he said, it's very good because they are more like me than anything else. The problem is, is that when they disobey, it was a rebellion. And the image of God that they was originally made in fell. And they no longer reflected God, they reflected Satan. You gotta remember, Satan is a copycatter. If God was doing that, building a kingdom to reflect himself, then Satan came in, that I'm going to disrupt your plan, and then I'm going to erect my kingdom to reflect me. Let me read this. And he said, you, he made a lot. He talked about Christians. I have now, you are born again. I made you alive. I call your spirit alive. It was dead. So now you're not just a soul flesh man, you are now a spirit soul man. Let me say that again. When you are born again, it's your spirit that is born again. That spirit seed is made after the image of God. Now notice, it's a seed, which means it got to grow. You was dead, slain in your trespasses and sin. Next verse. In which at one time you walked habitually. What do you mean by that? He said, I hear people say this all the time. Well, I'm still human. You know what they're saying? I'm used to walking in my old dead nature. I don't want to tap into my power source. I want to walk in what I used to walk in. As a Christian, you got the nature and power of God. So watch this. So, so when we say, I'm human, I, I, I'm so, you know what? We're making an excuse. Why? Because now that you are saved, you got a choice of what influence you're going to walk in. Now that you are saved, you got, the, you got the nature of Christ, but you still got the old nature. See, how can I say this? I know it's hard because folks just keep picking on you. Do you know that Satan's job is to make sure people pick on you? Did you know he's going to set up a situation? And maturity, Christian maturity is that I can take more stuff than I used to be able to take. 
If the same thing still upsets you 10 years later, there's a monkey on that line somewhere. <laughs> there should be some things that used to tempt you, that used to get on your nerve, that now when Satan throw that at you, you throw it right back at him. He said, we were following the course and fashion of this world. I mean, it already says that the world, we're under the sway of the tendencies of this present age. Jesus said that Satan is the small g, God of this world. So when you did what you did and I did what I did and we was doing what we was doing and we were... When you was doing your thing and I was doing my thing, hopefully you're not still doing your thing, but when you was doing your thing, we was under the influence of Satan. Hold on, wait a minute. So that means when we choose to do our thing now, we have stepped out from the influence of the Holy Spirit and we have yielded ourselves to the influence of Satan. We call it natural, but your own natural self was under the influence of Satan. Influence is power. Why? Because we live in a kingdom. There's only two kingdoms. There's only two power sources. God snatched us out of the power of Satan, brought us into his marvelous life, put himself through the Holy Spirit in us, gave us power, gave us the character of Jesus Christ. And then he said, learn to walk in this power. Most of us, because we don't understand what has taken place, we now try to fake a Christian. The, the, the character of Christ is in you, and, and, and the only way to let it flow is that I got to sit down. The hardest thing to die to is to die to me. See, because Tracy and, and you want to have our way. We choose when we're going to be obedient and we choose when we don't want to be. It's not that we don't know. Many times we know, but we choose I knew the day was going to be quiet. I'm almost through. I'm almost, what's this, what's this, what's this, what's this? The course, the tendency of this present age, following the prince of the power of the air. Satan is in his attitude. It's, let's go back to Trump. He has not came out and said he was racist. He hasn't said, okay, y'all have a right to now be racist. Huh? But what emanates from him is an attitude. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What emanates from him is an attitude. And those that receiver is set to that frequency receives it unspoken huh unspoken but felt and understood we're talking about a human man operating in principles of spiritual things but 
Just think how much more he's talking about Satan when he calls him the prince of the power of the air. He says, I'm influencing people whose frequency is set towards me so I can speak to a messed up young man who's mad at the world to tell him to go get a gun and go into a school and shoot up his schoolmates. I have so worked his thinking, his mind, and his attitude that now he's open to See, a lot of times we don't even know what's going on. So I said, if our light shines brighter, our light can impede because our light ought to draw. Uh, somebody didn't hear that. There's something about the love of Jesus that attracts people. When Jesus was walking, the only ones that was against him was the religious leaders who loved power more than they loved God. But the sinners came running to Jesus. Why? Because they did not feel condemnation from him. They found understanding from him because he knew they couldn't do no better. Oh, y'all need to hear this. See, see, we, we trying to tell people to get their act together. Hold on, you couldn't get your act together. So how you expect other people to get their act together? It took God stepping into your life, stepping into your mess. Then, hold on, hold on, grace saved us, then we're judging other people who don't have grace yet. you are if it wasn't for his grace. Nothing but grace. Oh, I thank God for his grace. You ought to shout because of his grace. I believe it's mercy that kept us from being worse than what we were. I use this illustration all the time. There were some doors I wanted to walk through. I saw other people walk through it. When I got to the door, God locked it on me. You know why he locked it on me? Because if I would have went through that door, I would have came back. So God ensured my salvation by locking some doors along the way. You ought to thank God for the doors he locked. <laughs> you didn't stay because you were that good. You didn't go there because God said, not this door. Because if you walk through this door, you won't come back. Lock that door. We don't have a right to look down at nobody. Everybody in here that is saved had a but God experience. I was this, I would have been that, but God. Would have died in my sin, but God. He saved me from myself, but God. But God. And then we're gonna put our lips our attitude on someone who didn't have the opportunity. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Listen, I grew up in a Christian home. I grew up praying every Sunday. I grew up going to church, and I still went wayward. Listen, listen, every opportunity was afforded to me. It's not I didn't know. I knew and chose. And then we're gonna look at somebody who wasn't afforded 
the opportunities we was afforded and we think we better when it was nothing but mercy and grace that set us up in a perfect situation to get to know him. I shout. I shout with folks who, who wasn't raised in a Christian home, who don't have a background like we got, and they get to know Jesus, the whole church ought to shout. Nothing but the mercy and grace of God. Kingdom power is more than Sunday morning. You come in here to get energized, but when you walk out of here, there ought to be a kingdom agenda, a kingdom influence, a kingdom empowerment. Folks ought to know there's something different about you. Even before you open up your mouth. Why? Because influence is it's walking in the presence. It's walking in the influence of God that, that he is just working through you and you don't even know it. Let me, read, let me go on because I don't want to keep y'all long. Okay, we got to finish this up. Watch this, watch this, watch this. He said, listen, you are obedient and under the control of the demon spirit. Kenny, come, come here. He said, when we was out there, man, that you thought you was doing what you wanted to do, but the truth is, he was whispering you and said, go ahead and do it. Matter of fact, get deeper than that. You know you're a playboy. See how many women you can... Let's take that one back. I don't want to cause you no trouble at home. <laughs> I don't want that spirit to influence you no more. Okay, but what was speaking and talking to you? Hold on, I got a question for you. Just because you say don't mean it went away. Because until you know how to do spiritual warfare, Satan is still going to try to pull the same old... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Something just hit me. Oh, something just hit me. Some of us have been dealing with the same demon for 40 years. And just because you're older now don't mean that you ain't still trying to do what you used to do the way you used to do it. Because that demon will make you think you're young when you're old. Because listen, why should he change his trick if his trick keeps on working? And as long as we don't have understanding, understanding of how to do spiritual battle, the same trip is going to trip us up and make us believe we don't have the power to overcome it. He is selling us a lie. The righteous man falls seven times, but he keeps on getting back up. Let me explain that. What it's saying is he's not only getting back up, but he's getting up with an attitude, claiming I'm going to overcome this. I know I'm better than this. I know it's defeated, but I'm learning how to walk in the power I got. Not an attitude of, of, the, of being defeated. But an attitude is your word is true. I just haven't tapped into the power to deliver me yet. See, this is a faith walk. Which means, what you going to believe? Your experience? What you going to believe? What your mama taught you? What you going to believe? What was passed down through generations? What you gonna believe? At some point, we gotta make a determination. We're gonna believe the word of God. Listen, 
I believe what he says, even if it hasn't manifested itself in me yet. Oh, y'all don't hear me. I'm standing on some promises that I don't see yet. But because he placed it in my spirit. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Because he placed it in my spirit. I'm claiming it. I'm walking in it. I'm prepared for it. I don't see a thing. But in my spirit, he just spoke some things to me. Sometimes you got to stand by yourself because if you tell somebody what God has told you, they're going to think you crazy. So you can't share everything. That's something that you can only share between you and God. You're you fortunate if you got one or two people. But sometimes you got to hold that thing. Ladies, did you know you can be pregnant and not show? Is there anybody pregnant but you're not showing? You're pregnant, not physical, spiritually. <laughs> spiritually, you're pregnant. You're pregnant spiritually? You're you pregnant spiritually? I can't see it, but you're pregnant. You know you're pregnant? You know God has spoken. Do you feel it on the inside? Does it kick sometimes? Won't it kick sometimes? You kick sometimes. Don't it? You hear a message or something in your spirit just. Leave me alone. Oh, oh, won't it do it? That's what. And everything will come at you to make you doubt what God does. If you don't water, if you don't speak into yourself, just reading the word and not taking it in ain't benefiting you. This is serious. This is changing my mindset. This is changing your paradigm. This is getting for real. Listen, this is bringing your emotions under control. Can't walk in how you feel. You gotta walk in what you know. Galatians. Galatians chapter 5. I think it's verse 16. When we out of here, I ain't going no farther than Galatians. I say walk and live habitually. Wait a minute. Didn't Paul write, we used to walk habitually in the course of this world? Now he says, walk, walk habitually, but not in the way of this world, but in the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit that is now living within you wants to push you, wants to prompt you, wants to restrain you. Now, hold on now. He said, what's it? I and you, we have to learn how to make this common. Not the every once in a while, but this is daily. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's like we used to walk in the ways of the world. It was daily. Okay, some of y'all not getting it. I got to go there. Y'all making me go there. I used to plan evil. I woke up with plans to do evil. Don't let it be coming Christmas time and parties all over the place. I've stacked up on stuff. 
Don't look at me with that tone of voice. You too. You too. You might as well give me a high five. You know why I'm not ashamed to talk about a lot of my stuff? Because I'm not doing it no more. So I can talk to those who know the game that I was delivered from. I don't have to judge them, but they know where I'm coming from because I know where you're at because I was there. And if I can be an example that, that the same game you win, if God delivered me, he can deliver you. See, the problem with a lot of us is we act like we don't have a story. But if you say God saved you from something, bad attitude, bad something, bad, 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 bad. And when we get for real, folks will take us more seriously. Okay, let's see. What's this, what's this? Same, but now going in 180 degrees opposite way. You know what this does for me? It takes my excuses away. It means that when I don't do right, it's because I chose not to do right. He said, when you are guided by the Holy Spirit, it makes your nature, your own nature, sit down. Hold on. Now, hold on. The opposite is true. When you're being prompted by your own nature and you used to walk in that, it makes the Holy Spirit in you sit down. And the Bible says it grieves the Holy Spirit. It's choices that we make Every day throughout the day. Five twenty-two. Galatians five twenty-two. Then we out of here. I said, but the fruit, not 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 the fruits, the fruit singular. Let me help you with this. Let me sit. Let me help you with this. The fruit means the manifestation of the seed. You start with the seed to get fruit. So what is the seed? The Holy Spirit that abides within every believer. Say that with me. The seed is the Holy Spirit. And the fruit is his character. So watch this now. Look what God has done. I have placed through in your spirit, through my Holy Spirit, my character. So when I see you, I now see me. This is literally the person, the character of Christ through the Holy Spirit. That's why it don't say fruits. It said the fruit of the is that you will show forth Jesus. Well, how does Jesus act? He acts love, joy, peace, patience, temperance, forbearance, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness. So watch this. So when I'm not acting, when we're not acting in this, Satan is influencing us. And it's not that I need more Jesus. If you saved, you got all the Jesus you need. The problem is we're not watering the seed that is in us. We're saying yes to the old nature. More than we saying yes to the new nature. 
Oh, we want to please us more than we want to please Christ. But I tell you what, get real with him. Get to the place that you don't like your own attitude. Oh, y'all don't hear me. You know what God would do? Let me just, let me get real for you. A lot of us don't really get real with God till trouble hits real hard. <laughs> See, when God puts you in a place that nobody can help you but him, uh, I, I need somebody that knows what I'm talking about to agree with me. When God sits you down and, and, and your friends done left, family done left, matter of fact, fact, can't nobody help you but Jesus. I, I told somebody this morning, God will put you in a place that you want to commit suicide. Oh, y'all don't hear me. See, because suicide is when you don't have no more hope. See, and when you come to the end of yourself, you don't got no more hope. But God not wanting you to take your life, he wants you to surrender your life. <laughs> he wants to get us to the place that we say, Lord, no more of me. Lord, I can't do this. Lord, I surrender my life to you. I tell you what will happen is stuff will start coming up out of you that you don't even know is coming out of you. Hold on, hold on. See, how can I say this? It's when you don't see yourself because you're not focused on yourself. you just letting Christ flow through you and others see Christ in you to the place that your presence has power. It's not even what you say. It's who you are. God will make you love and minister to folks that you don't even like. You can't, you can't help yourself. The Spirit will move you to do what you don't want to do. Because if you was in you, you wouldn't do it. But since it's the Spirit of God, you start loving those folks. That's difficult to love. You start being nice to folks that can't stand your guts. You start blessing folks that mean you no good. Because it's not you, it's Christ. Power, influence, it's Christ in you. You can't fake this. Oh, some of us got Jody Q. We started getting ready yesterday. Started ironing our clothes, putting out what we're gonna wear. Make sure you had the makeup and the earrings and the... You know I'm right about it. Had rollers all up in your hair. Had the wig on this wig case. Getting ready. For Sunday morning, if I can just make it to Sunday. The problem is, we live Jesus in church after church service. Don't want to run into me on Monday, because I'm hell on wheels. When this is in you.
You don't wait till Sunday. There's something about Jesus that when you're not showing him, it breaks your heart. Not even about folks. But when he reminds me where he brought me from, when he shows me how he was with me when I didn't even know he was there. When I remember how he brought me out of danger seen and danger unseen. When he reminded me how much hell was in me before he catch hold of me. I can't help myself. I get mad at me for not being what I ought to be. Cause what he did, he didn't have to do. Grace, 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 grace. Is there anybody in the house where grace reached down and snatched you? It was him. When you know it was nobody but Jesus. Not about folks. Not about what anybody else thinks. He's been that been just that that you want to live to please him because Jesus been that that you begin to say Lord take over Lord take over not me but you God is calling somebody. 